Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy chapter 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this book of Deuteronomy, we pray that we would learn even more to have faith in you. We pray that we would trust that you will keep your promises and we can count on you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 1. These are the words that Moses spoke to all of Israel on the other side of the Jordan in the desert, in the desert plateau opposite Suf, between Paran and between Tophel and Laban and Hazaroth and Dizahab. It is a journey of eleven days from Horeb, by the way of Mount Seir, up to Kadesh Barnea. And it was on the fortieth year, on the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, Moses spoke to the Israelites, according to all that Yahweh had instructed him to speak to them. This happened after defeating Sihon, king of the Amorites, who was reigning in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, who was reigning in Ashtaroth, in Edrai. On the other side of the Jordan, in the land of Moab, Moses began to explain this law, saying, Yahweh our God spoke to us at Horeb, saying, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Turn now and move on and go into the hill country of the Amorites, and to all of the neighboring regions in the Jordan Valley, in the hill country, and in the Negev, and in the coastal area along the sea, into the land of the Canaanites, and into the Lebanon, as far as the great river Euphrates. Look, I have set the land before you. Go and take possession of the land that Yahweh swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to them and to their offspring after them. And I spoke to them at that time, saying, I am not able to bear you alone. Yahweh your God has multiplied you, and look, you are today as the stars of the heaven in number. Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, may he add to you as you are now a thousand times, and may he bless you just as he promised you. How can I bear you by myself, your burden and your load and your strife? Choose for yourselves wise and discerning and knowledgeable men, for each of your tribes, and I will appoint them as your leaders. And you answered me, and you said, The thing you have said to do is good. And so I took the leaders of your tribes, wise and knowledgeable men, and then I appointed them as leaders over you, as commanders of groups of thousands, and commanders of groups of hundreds, and commanders of groups of fifties, and commanders of groups of tens, as officials for your tribes. And at that time I instructed your judges, saying, Hear out your fellow men, and then judge fairly between a man and between his brother, and between his opponent who is a resident alien. You must not be partial in your judgment. Hear out the small person, as also the great person. Do not be intimidated by any person, because the judgment is God's, and the case that is too difficult for you, bring it to me, and I will hear it out. And so I instructed you at that time concerning all of the things that you should do. Then we set out from Horeb, and we went through the whole of that great and terrible desert that you saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites, as Yahweh our God had commanded us. And so we came up to Kadesh Barnea. I said to you, You have reached the hill country of the Amorites that Yahweh our God is giving to us. See, Yahweh your God has set before you the land. Go up and possess it as Yahweh the God of your ancestors said to you. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Then all of you approached me and you said, 
Let us send men before us, and let them explore the land for us, and let them bring back a report to us concerning the way that we should take and concerning the cities that we shall come to. The plan was good in my opinion, and so I took from among you twelve men, one from each tribe, and they set out, and went up into the hill country, and they went up to the valley of Eshkol, and they spied out the land. They took in their hands some of the fruit of the land, and they brought it down to us, and they brought to us back a report, and they said, The land that Yahweh our God is giving to us is good. But you were not willing to go up, and you rebelled against the command of Yahweh your God, and you grumbled in your tents, and you said, Because of the hatred of Yahweh towards us, he has brought us out from the land of Egypt to give us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Where can we go up? Our brothers have made our hearts melt, saying, The people are greater and taller than we are, and there are great fortified cities reaching up to heaven, and we saw the sons of the Anakites living there. And so I said to you, Do not be terrified and do not fear them. Yahweh your God, who is going before you, will himself fight for you, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes, and just as he did in the wilderness when you saw that Yahweh your God carried you, just as someone carries his son all along the way that you traveled until you reached this place. But through all of this you did not trust in Yahweh your God, who goes before you on your way, seeking a place for your encampment, in fire at night, and in a cloud by day, to show you the way that you should go. Then Yahweh heard the sound of your words, and he was angry, and he swore, saying, No one of these men of this evil generation will see the good land that I swore to give to your ancestors, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he himself shall see it, and to him I will give the land upon which he has trodden, and to his sons, because he followed Yahweh unreservedly. Even with me Yahweh was angry because of you, saying, Not even you shall enter there. Joshua the son of Nun, your assistant, will go there. Encourage him, because he will cause Israel to inherit it. And your little children, who you thought shall become plunder, and your sons, who do not today know good or bad, shall themselves go there, and I will give it to them, and they shall take possession of it. But you, turn and set out in the direction of the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. You replied and said to me, We have sinned against Yahweh, and now we will go up and fight according to all that Yahweh our God commanded us. And so each man fastened on his battle gear, and you regarded it as easy to go up into the hill country. So Yahweh said to me, Say to them, You shall not go up, and you shall not fight, because I am not in your midst. You will be defeated before your enemies. So I spoke to you, but you did not listen. You rebelled against the command of Yahweh. You behaved presumptuously, and you went up into the hill country. The Amorites living in the hill country went out to oppose you, and chased you as a swarm of wild honeybees do, and so they beat you down in Seir as far as Hormah. So you returned and wept before Yahweh. But Yahweh did not listen to your voice and did not pay attention to you. You stayed in Kadesh many days. Such were the days that you stayed there. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The book of Deuteronomy comes from Greek and means second law. And in some ways, this is a repeat of the law. But it is basically some speeches or sermons that Moses gave as his last words to the Israelites. 
The book starts out by setting the location and time period for the book. The book occurs immediately after the end of the Book of Numbers, with the people just east of the Promised Land. The only thing that separates them from the Promised Land is the Jordan River. It mentions that it only takes 11 days to get from Horeb, which is the word used for Mount Sinai in the book of Deuteronomy, to Kadesh Barnea, which is just south of the Promised Land. But then, it tells us that it has been over 40 years since they left Egypt. This speech of Moses is described as, Moses began to explain this law. So you could call Deuteronomy the first commentary on the law. Moses is going to try to explain the why of some of the events and laws that God has given. So this is much more than just a repeat. This is trying to give some understanding. So Moses starts with some history. He starts with them leaving Mount Sinai, or Horeb, and heading toward the Promised Land. Yahweh told them he was giving them the Promised Land. Then Moses establishes judges over the people. There was once in Exodus where judges were appointed, and then again in Numbers when Moses was overwhelmed by the people's complaints. So Moses tells the people to pick leaders and gives some qualifications. Wise and discerning and knowledgeable men. Then Moses gives them instructions to be fair and don't treat small or great people any differently. Then they traveled to Kadesh Barnea, which is just outside the Promised Land. Moses told the people to conquer the land, and the people requested spies to be sent out first. So Moses sent out twelve spies to spy out the land. They returned with some fruit and told the people that the land was a good land. But the people were afraid when the spies told them that the people who lived there were large and strong and had fortified cities. In the days before gunpowder, a wall was an almost impossible obstacle. Moses told the people that they didn't have to worry, because God would fight for them. He reminds the people of Egypt, and how God did the impossible there to get them out, and how God had been taking care of them in the wilderness. But the people refused to go into the promised land, and Yahweh was angry. So he swore that that generation would not go into the promised land, except Caleb and Joshua. So Yahweh sent them back into the wilderness. But the people decided to try to take the promised land themselves, after they heard God's decision that they couldn't go. Moses told them that they would fail because Yahweh was not with them. But they tried anyway, and were defeated. And now for a deeper dive. Moses is retelling some of their history here, but it isn't word for word the same by any means. If it was the same thing over again, it would be boring, perhaps. But since it is different, it presents another difficulty. How do we reconcile the different accounts of things? If three people see the same thing happen and tell about it, you'll get three different stories, because different people have different perspectives. In fact, if the same person tells about it at three different times in their life later, they will tell it three different ways, because they will reinterpret it through the lens of the events in their life that have followed. So here, Moses says that the people requested that they send the spies in to spy out the land before they went in to take the land. But if you go back and read Numbers chapter 13, starting verse 1, And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Send for yourself men, and let them explore the land of Canaan, which I am about to give to the Israelites. From each tribe of his father, send one man, everyone a leader among them. So, did Yahweh command it? Or did the people request it? Is Numbers wrong? 
or is Deuteronomy wrong? Well, I would suggest that they are both right. The people requested it, and God commanded it. So Numbers is telling the story from one perspective, of God's command, and Deuteronomy is telling the story from another perspective, of the people requesting it. So here, in Deuteronomy, Moses is focusing on the people. To one extent or another, we run into this same thing in the New Testament with the four Gospels, four books that all tell about Jesus on earth. They each have a little different perspective. But back to Deuteronomy, the point Moses here is making is having faith in God. So, let us learn that as we read the book of Deuteronomy. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.